0: Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, I Totally Relate. I'm Rissy. And I'm Shelves.
1: And we hope you guys can totally, totally relate. You guys, welcome back to episode 25. Woo! We have 25 episodes. I can't even
0: believe
1: it. Oh my goodness. Okay. And the other thing about episode 25 that's pretty cool for us is it is the season finale. Season dun, one. Dun, dun. Dun. Yeah. Okay. So we are so excited. So excited. Oh my to gosh. conclude season one with this conversation about creativity, which we're going to jump into in a minute. But real quick, we have a few things we want to keep you in the loop so you know. So season two, it's going to be coming at you July 7th. It's the first Wednesday in July. In the meantime, we are not going to be like we're not going to be releasing episodes, but we're still going to be creating. So if you are interested in seeing what we're working on, head on over to Patreon because we're going to be releasing content bonus episodes we're gonna do like a really fun uh, listening party prior to season two yes. being available to the public and so all of that will be done through patreon
0: yeah we'll just be working on a ton of content for you guys so yeah keep following along
1: yeah so on instagram we'll keep you guys updated if you can't wait till july 7th and you're interested in what we're going to be working on just head on over to patreon There will be a link in the show notes, so just scroll on down, give it a tap, and follow us there. Okay, also, we have recently created a grounding guide. We are so excited to share this with you. Shelby, tell us about the grounding guide. The earth
0: holds negative ions, and we are naturally positive, and so sometimes we can have like this imbalance between too much positive, and so... There are studies showing that just sitting barefoot in the grass or laying down on the concrete, uh, you can gain some benefits with grounding. And we're really excited to share that with a downloadable PDF guide to help you learn five minutes of grounding.
1: Yeah. Also in the show notes. So click on that. Make sure you get your grounding guide and get signed up for our newsletter. We're so excited to keep you in the loop. So you guys have listen to two episodes with Shelly, who is such a creative person. Oh my gosh, she's kind of blowing my mind. We
0: literally just allowed the conversation to be as it was, and that was kind of new for us, and it was really exciting at the same time. But it kind of prepared us for episode 25 Yeah,
1: Yeah, we've been wanting to talk about creativity for a while because we I mean, I feel like for me, I've recently learned how important creativity mm-hmm. is. Yes. I don't know if you, you... I've always pictured you to be a creative person, so I don't know yeah, if this is, nice. like, new for you or if you maybe, like, gained a different perspective because I feel like you've tapped into yeah. your creativity, like, before I ever have.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if I have tapped into my creativity. I, like have done schooling that would be uh, uh, considered the arts or like a creative type. And I i mean, I've always strived to be creative, but reading um, the women who run with the wolves uh, and her version of creativity, which we're going to kind of dive into. Yeah. That changed so much of my perspective on viewing myself, because I think that a lot of the time I was being, um, like, my motivation was driven by comparison with my creativity. okay. And so I'm kind of learning to reframe that differently. But I am drawn to pictures and coloring and artistic things like
1: that. I have a whole new definition of creativity. Yeah. So creativity. So here's the deal. I grew up my whole life thinking I am not a creative person. Mm -hmm. I'm just not. I'm a rule follower. So, like, I liked to quilt. Yeah. I said liked in the past tense. I still like to do it. I just haven't done it for a little while. Yeah. But I it was fun to do it like I would find a pattern that I liked. Yes. And then I would just follow the pattern. So, I felt like I was creating something because I was making something with my hands, but totally. I I was really just following the rules. And so right. I felt like that just kind of played into how I viewed my own creativity my whole life like I'm just a rule follower and some and it's fun to do like projects every now and then sure uh-huh and so I've like literally always left like the creative stuff up to other people right? like I just that's not who I felt like I was and it's been very interesting because doing this podcast with you mm-hmm. like you've mentioned several times like oh like I like how you created that or ooh, that was really creative ooh. and I was like oh you think I'm creative, <laughs> Shelby? You're the creative one. I'm not. No, you are so creative, Carissa. Well, what I'm learning is that creativity is more than, like, art. Like, a a right. picture on a canvas or a, a poem that somebody wrote. Like, totally. I'm learning that creativity, like, you can be creative when you're raising your children. Like, creativity is when, you know, you're – how you – align the food on the plate as you serve it like creativity Uh like shows itself in a million different ways and it's not just like what we've considered art right exactly and so I've kind of learned that I don't know maybe I'm more creative with conversations Mm. you know like I love love having conversations I want to like find someone and like sit down and like chat tell me all your big feelings Mm -hmm. And I always find like a lot of connection that way. Totally. But I think being able to like pull a common thread out of a conversation or being able to like shape it so that like by the time our listeners hear it, right. they like you hear the message that we're trying to portray.
0: Which is true like conceptual art, right? Like the idea, uh, the ideating behind it, the vision like, the, the, the envisioning of it um, is absolutely a creative process. Like, yeah. And if you think about it, like, exactly like what you said between Marco, um, like, how we polo one another, I feel like that's being creative, too. Yeah. Like, when we're having a conversation, then we, like, hack it down and we're like, oh, like, we pull the meaning out of it. Like Yeah. And
1: we, like, we express our feelings. Yes. And then after being able to express it, you, like, see, like, oh, this is... The meat of the conversation, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that is so fun. Like I get all sorts of amped up about it. Absolutely, yeah. I get so energized. <laughs> yeah, so I it, I've learned that like oh I am a creative person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It just looks different. Yeah, and I'm wondering if there are listeners out there who maybe have told themselves like I'm oh I'm not creative or like I'm not like I'm not an artist. I'm not the creative type. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how this conversation will, like, help shift that that perspective. Totally. And, and we'll dive into it in a little bit what um, the Women Who Run With Wolves says. But before we do that, I want to hear from your perspective, because, like, you went to school to be mm-hmm. a photographer, yeah. which – I would say is, like, very artistic, right? Like, you capture a moment. Right. And people pay you to, like, capture this moment. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's so special. Like, we love photographs, right? Right. So, like, you went to school for arts. Right. Like, tell me about, like, your relationship with your creativity.
0: Yeah, okay. So, my journey with, you know, photography and all of that has been a rocky one. Like, I don't necessarily think it's been... Really simple, but when I switched to following into, like, an arts degree, I had been previously in a health science degree. And I was, like, taking art classes to kind of break up the monotony of, like, my science classes um, as my elective, right? Because you need X amount of elective credits to graduate with a bachelor's degree. And it got to a point where if I wanted to continue art classes, um, you had to be in the major I just decided to make a switch. I was like I'm just going to I'm going to go after this. And I, you know, a lot of things have been leading up to that. I'd had a lot of conversations with different people, my professors. So I switched over to photography and that was awesome. I felt like I was learning so much more. And I was loving what I was learning instead of like having to work for something. Yeah. So maybe in a way I felt like I was floating in downstream instead of trying to swim upstream. And that was like a good break, you know? Yeah. But like I said, I think that at that point in my life, I just had some really unhealthy thoughts. Like that was when I was, you know, just really in the thick of maybe grief at that time. And so there was a lot of jaded things. Like there was some overshadowing that happened because my river was poisoned, right? Like yeah. this like flow within me that allows that ability to create and feel joy was just tainted at that time. And so I feel like my my journey with creativity has changed so much as my mental health uh,
1: becomes more at ease maybe yeah now that like you've gone to school you like you're a professional photographer but like now we're doing this project and you're reading this book like how how do you feel like your creativity is like coming out of you more like how are you tapping into that now versus that forced Mm. comparative like i gotta do this to keep up like what feels different now okay so what feels different now is that
0: so during Shelley's conversation, we kind of touched on this idea of, like, fighting our way through it. And she yes. was kind of talking about her college students and, like, yeah. how sometimes it's like, okay, like, I just need to be writing more or
1: mm-hmm.
0: insert whatever you do and thinking that you have to do more of it. And I definitely have fallen into that category. I'm like, oh, I'm just maybe beating myself up over the things of feeling I... I should be doing more and more and now as my relationship with creativity changes I notice like rest is required for my creative abilities yeah and when I'm running on an empty tank I don't feel creative and I my work my 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 income is based on my creativity right now and so it's really important for me to be able to not only show up in my career but recognizing that when I'm off with myself, kind of my whole life gets off kilter. And so the way that I find myself creating now is it's more out of joy and want because it sounds fun. Yeah. I have a desire to create and it and it sounds like a good way to spend my time. And so that's when I act on it. And I'm learning that there's a fine line between – uh, how do I say this? Like there's a fine line of waiting for inspiration and action. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you're doing too much action, uh, not enough stillness. And then sometimes it's the opposite. Like you might need to get your butt in gear and challenge yourself with a daily picture. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that it's finding that balance between rest and action has been really important for my
1: creative abilities. Yeah. That's so fun. I know one of the things that we do for our podcast is as we're editing the episodes and we're listening to the conversations after we've already had them, sometimes a the message like becomes abundantly clear like oh my gosh this is the lesson of this conversation yes. and so pulling those like statements or those quotes out like the things that inspire us or the thing that like whoa that gave me chills when they said that mm. and then creating a graphic that we put on instagram yeah like it's something that like is it has meaning it moved us for whatever reason in whatever context and so being able to like create art or like beautiful things to look at Based on what really moved us, or has like created like these tiny shifts in us, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that like some of it too is allowing yourself that space for inspiration. Like, I don't know. I think that sometimes we can brush things off, but like when you're present with that, it's like, oh, that really moved me. That allows us to kind of shape our message. Well, we were kind of talking last night on polo about following those, like, little pieces and knowing when to walk away from it.
1: Yes, okay. Oh, my gosh, Shelby. Yes, please, let's talk about that. So, Shelby said something last night on Polo, and it blew my mind. I, like, wrote it down, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you have to say that on the (laughs) episode tomorrow. We're going to talk about, like, the river in just a minute because that was, like, such a perspective-changing Thing for us when we read the book, but we were talking about like the river of creativity and how like there are roadblocks and there are like dams, right? Like the river yeah. becomes dammed and like it dries up on a on a certain side. And so Shelby was talking about we get stuck in patterns, we get stuck in loops. Yeah. And so the quote
0: in what she was saying is that if there's no inlet, it like just rams back yeah. and like comes. Yeah. Forward and back, you know? And so that was kind of how I had made that connection was it wasn't like, like creativity is this timid creature who takes, oh, nope, sorry. She wasn't home. And then moves on from you. It was like, I will continue. I will knock down the door if you don't answer. Yes. And I felt like in life, sometimes we get in loops where, you hate your job and then suddenly mm-hmm. it's overruling your life over and over again and your, your narrative is kind of being ruled by this one thing. And I was relating it saying that that thing that keeps on coming up to you is either a roadblock that needs to be dealt with or a breadcrumb that needs to be followed.
1: Oh, yes. Okay, so, and I think that that is so important to touch on too because a, a roadblock that needs to be dealt with. I feel like that is, and, and this is why I love the idea of tapping into our creativity or allowing mm. the creativity run through us because life's problems are complex. Yes. And so, like, when when we need to, like, deal with a problem in our lives, I think without... Our own creativity, sometimes the answers are like, they're hard to see. Like, for example, in just us doing this podcast, uh, you know, a couple of times it kind of feels like, oh, like maybe we like we've come up to a wall and like, oh, how do we really get over this wall? But then really we'll see like oh we could take it this direction and then all of a sudden we follow the breadcrumbs somewhere else yes. but you have to like have a little bit of creativity running through you to be able to envision what that solution looks like yes. and so it all goes hand in hand but that like really stunned me when you said that last night I'm like yeah like we need to be able to address the problems in our lives and that's really hard and scary mm-hmm. um, but it's necessary and I think that being able to flow with that creative river will help us yes okay so something that
0: i think both of us have been touching on and and learning is
1: that creativity is a part of the essence of who we are in in the book the women who run with wolves it's chapter 10 uh she talks about creativity in our lives and she says it is not a matter of wanting to not a singular act of will one solely must. One solely must create. She's talking about how necessary it is for human beings to, and, and for women specifically, to create. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think you're right. It is one of nature's laws.
0: Yeah, it's like an essence of who we are, and it's a part of humanity. It's a part of this yeah. human experience. I think... That sometimes we don't talk about those parts of humanity. We don't. We don't um, share this human experience. And part of the human experience is creativity, and it's essential for each of us. When we spend so much of our time believing that we're incapable, or that we cannot, or we are disconnected. Um, We deny ourselves of the human experience, and part of the human experience is the negative, the bad, the overwhelmed, the unknown, the fear. And the other part of that experience is joy, love, peace, and stillness. And you can't live on one side for too long. Um, It's that balance that runs in between both. And so when we focus our time and our attention in believing that we are less than or not enough or other people have more than what we have, we cut ourselves off from this stream of consciousness that runs through
1: each of us. Yeah. Something that just like blew my mind as you were talking. And it when when we do that, we we really do like cut parts of our society off from those gifts of creativity and then we unduly put this burden on the people who are the artists. And sure. like and I feel that way like even in our project like at the beginning I was like I'm not creative. Like that's like not my thing. I like to talk. So I will like help with all the talking stuff and Shelby you're creative. So you make all mm-hmm. the graphics. Okay, Shelby, yep. you make all of these things because you're good at that. Mm. And so what happens is like now there's like this imbalance between yep. our team dynamics.. Yep. And so then I'm cut off from this this life-giving force, right And you feel like you're drowning in it. Right. Like you can't keep your head above water because I'm like, "No, she'lby. <laughs> You make all the stuff. <gasps> well, I don't feel it. like I'm drowning in our project, but I understand what you're relating to. Yeah, like in, I guess in society in general, like we, we make, we put undue pressure on handfuls of us. And then the rest of us like don't, don't get to reap the benefits right. of living a creative life. Right. So she, the author, her name is Clarissa Pinkola Estes. And I love that her name's Clarissa. I'm going to point that out every time. (laughs) Uh, She likens creativity or the creative life to, like, a river. She says, Wild woman's river nurtures and grows us into beings that are like her, life givers. That, like, blew my mind. As we create, this wild and mysterious being is creating us in return and filling us with love. Mm -hmm. And so that, like, when I read that, that's when I, like, felt the gravity or I I felt like how important it is to be able to be our own kind of creative because Mm. when we don't, then we, then we suffer the lack of allowing that creative life to in turn shape us. Oh, okay. So you know what I'm imagining right
0: now in my head? I'm imagining an infinity sign.
1: (gasps) Okay. What comes
0: out is what comes in. And if you're giving too much, you're imbalanced. And if you're receiving too much, you're imbalanced. And so it's essential to continue to follow your
1: path. Yeah, Uh, yes. Okay, I wanna read one other part. Actually, i kinda wanna read a whole bunch of other parts. Just read the whole chapter. (laughs) This just becomes a book reading of, like, oh, her royalties. Okay. So when she's talking about the river, as in, like, our creative life, she says, when a river is tainted, everything begins to die off because, as we know from environmental biology, every life form is dependent on every other life form. So that's, I feel like, what you were just, like, when it becomes imbalanced – Um, When it becomes the point that like we're just living our nine to five jobs so much and so miserable, we start to become cut off from the thing that gives us life. Mm. I think that it's really important to like acknowledge that like being creative or like tapping into your creativity or allowing creativity to flow through you doesn't necessarily mean that you are an artist for a career right? Like it doesn't mean like that if you're not getting paid for your creativity, then you must not be doing it right. I don't think it's like that at all. I think, I think that when we allow creativity to flow through us, then we are able to live our life's purpose. And our life's purpose isn't always a thing that is our career, but it's the thing that fills our cup and allows us Mm. to continue to to be part of this collective humanity, to be part of our community, right? Right. Well, I agree
0: 100%. And I think that part of that life's purpose, in my opinion or my mind maybe, is the ability to accept and love yourself. And and Mm. so being okay in the icky and uncomfortable and also being okay in the successful and joy. And so I think that finding yourself or that mindfulness in your day-to-day life is essential in order to be creative. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking of Annie's episode and she's saying, if you're feeling it, just process it.
1: Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And so I think that sometimes we we get caught in the shoulds. I should be over this. I shouldn't feel this way. Or we are focusing on something and that's what I mean by that roadblock, right? Like I think that if you're mm-hmm. thinking of an event over and over in your head, I'm thinking of Annie's episode. Just process it, damn it. Yeah. And so when we aren't centered with ourselves or at ease usually there's something that might need to be worked on. And if you don't deal with the monsters, then they start to rule your life more and more. And that leads to more disconnect. And from my own experience, so when my river was toxic, when my mind was fixated on the scarcity or the negative or the jealousy or the imbalance, when my river was toxic, it ro- it robbed me of the beauty And I felt more disconnected and more dis-ease and discomfort. And so I think that that's what this uh, author, Clarissa Pinkola Estas, is is referring to, is allowing that process and keeping your river clean. And part of that is your life, your mind, uh, the tidiness of your relationships and your connection with yourself. And I think that it's important we're all spiritual, emotional, and mental being. So what are you doing for your mind? What are you doing for your spirit? What are you doing for your body?
1: And creativity impacts all of those things. Absolutely. So you had mentioned that it is possible for every person to be able to create the life that they desire, mm. right? Like, it's possible. Yes. And as you were talking, I was like, wow, Shelby, not only is it possible, it is necessary. Yeah. It is necessary for us to create the lives that we desire, the lives that we want for ourselves. Now, does that mean, I don't know, you can snap your fingers and get everything you want? No, but but using using your skills mm that are unique to you like that's being creative right yes. and so using those skills to help shape so you get to where you want to be and that every step along the way is all part of that journey like it is so necessary to create the life that we desire I agree and that it's not just possible it's necessary But it's up to us. And I think that a big part of that is doing our emotional work, right? Because if you feel like if we're stuck in like this cycle of comparison and actually I'm going to read one more thing. So she says um, on page 324, perhaps one so admires the gifts of another and or the seeming benefits earned or received by another that one becomes expert in mimicry, sadly content to be a mediocre them rather than developing one's own unique gifts to their absolute and startling depths. Oh. Right? Wow. So, yeah, when we're stuck in that, whatever the thing that is poisoning our river, where we're we're comparing ourselves and we're belittling our own talents because mm. maybe we don't, maybe they're not bringing in income the way that somebody else's is, or maybe we're not getting praise the way that somebody mm. else is. Like, yeah. when we're doing that, like, we are we're cutting ourselves off from the thing that we could be giving. Yeah. Because we're stuck in that comparison mode.
0: Well, and something that I also want to touch on with that is recognizing beauty in others. Yes. Great. Yes. It's awesome to see someone, you know, whittling their sword the way that it was meant to be like that is, that's, that's great. And to also be okay that you too, as an individual, have beauty that you're giving to the world. And so sometimes when we get stuck in comparison, we believe that we don't have mm-hmm. and someone else does. Yeah. So it's okay to recognize and see, oh, this person is killing it. And maybe they're doing something that you also have a drive to do or a motivation that you would like to. To, to follow along with them so recognizing beauty isn't a bad thing it's saying oh this person is beautiful and I also have beauty within me yes and that comparison mode tends to uh we, we kind of believe this message that we are without and someone is with
1: yeah and it is important for us to be m- like a mediocre them or to or to be more like other people than it is for us to be more like ourselves. And we kind of shut
0: ourselves off. We say, okay, a little less of a little less of this, a little less talking in front of people, a little more listening. And we try to shave off and that's when we get that disconnect instead of saying, oh no, like I am a person who
1: does X. In order to really be able to fully embody our own creativity, we have to be comfortable with ourselves we have to be comfortable with who we are so does that mean that I talk a lot I just do like I'm real loud and I laugh real loud right and like I'm a lot of energy right and in wanting to be you know like what I see like a boss babe looking like like they're way more stoic and like a lower voice and like they're more like their energy is like more steady and and So like, yeah, then I'm less comfortable being myself. And then I'm trying Mm. to mimic versus really embodying my own creativity. Mm. The other thing that I really something I've learned in the community that we have like I guess like part of like our algorithm, right? So like we have our Instagram. I follow, I went and like followed a bunch of people that I think are inspiring to me. You went and followed a bunch of people who are inspiring to you. And so now when we get on Instagram, like I feel like our feed or algorithm is really a lot of creative Mm. entrepreneurial women. Yes. And something that I feel like I've learned from them is just because somebody is doing it doesn't mean that there's not room for me to do it. Or just because they're doing it they're fulfilling the need. Right. Because, like, not everybody who listens to us listens to everyone that I'm listening to or follows everyone. You know, right. so, like, I'm able to still connect with, you know, that one person. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's me. Like, a lot of times I feel like, wow, this is for me. But hopefully other people are getting things out of this, too. But, like, yeah. just because somebody is being creative in a way doesn't mean that they are fulfilling the world's need. Uh wow yeah a, a lot of times I feel like it, on our podcast we really do want to be like the invitation to the table right like Absolutely. hey have you been through an experience like this cool so have we like this is how we've navigated through it or can be part of our community and like we'll share our resources and together we're all gonna like you know be closer to like our higher selves or whatever Absolutely. that is and so if you're getting something out of these messages like one of the things I really hope it is is that do you feel desire to do something? Mm. Like, go for it. Yeah. Maybe you want to start a podcast because it sounds super fun because me and Shelbs just get to sit down <laughs> behind a microphone. We're like, what up, babe? You're amazing. And like, yeah. and we're like cultivating this connection and we're learning. And we're growing so much. Yes. And so maybe that sounds exciting for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, take one step closer to doing the thing that you want to do. Maybe, maybe what we're describing for you isn't starting a podcast. Maybe it is.
0: Maybe it's having your own website where you sell clothes or maybe it's going after a master's degree or maybe it's traveling to India or maybe it's volunteering for the shelter because you love dogs, but your apartment doesn't let you have one. And so you just, how can you be closer to animals? Like it can be anything that tickles your fancy. It might be staying at home, And going out with friends less. Yeah. That that could be what you're needing, maybe the belief that it's okay for you to do those actions. Because sometimes we say, oh, I don't have time for that. What are you always saying that you don't have time for that you would love to do? Yeah. Maybe that's a sign. Yeah.
1: And if you feel like a complete roadblock, to how you would be creative your own self start with identifying what those roadblocks are yeah and mm-hmm. and i think the thing that i really really like about this book is she talks about like the innate nature of women and how like yeah. it is so necessary for us to be creative and so just because maybe you feel like you've got yourself in a stuck position right now that doesn't mean that like too late You'll mm. you'll never have that life now. Like she describes, like the the river like hits the walls over and over again, trying to break through. Like, yep. like this is our innate destiny. Like. And so yeah. when we start, when if you can give yourself a, a little bit of attention to remove some of those roadblocks, this creative river is going to, like, rush in and yeah. flow. And you'll feel that inspiration. And when you feel that inspiration, you follow that because that is the river trying to take right. you to your life's purpose. Right. And, and that's something that I'd have to say that I really think that I've learned
0: from um, this book is this wild woman archetype yes is never going away and will never stop and so that gave me a lot of hope oh yeah because there are parts of myself that I feel like oh that's too late like it is what it is or it's never going to change and I feel like a strong message that I received is it's never too late to try
1: yeah I want to like insert applause (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> way to go Shelby part of the reason why I feel like being creative is so important is because it helps you live out your life's purpose and when we feel a lack of inspiration or we feel stuck right it's because something is jamming up the river right Right. and also part of our journey and part of our life's purpose is every step along the dried up riverbank to go mm. to where the dam is and to start dismantling the dam. Like that is also part of your life's purpose. And in doing that, like you really unlock the magic of inspiration and creativity. Mm. And so that is also part of your life's purpose.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's part of the process, right?
1: Yes. So if you feel like your inspiration is dried up right now, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Now take another step up the dry riverbed and figure out why it's dried up.
0: Maybe just noticing that you're in the riverbed and it's dried up. Mm -hmm. That little bit of awareness is all that you need in order to start to find the dam. Yeah. So like that simple awareness of recognizing, oh, I feel stagnant. Oh, I feel like I'm not changing is in and of itself a piece of awareness that you was crucial because yeah. until you recognize that you were lost, you didn't know. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and I don't know if that's like a, a fully formed thought. Cause mm-hmm. I think that you said it beautifully, but it's like even just the noticing yeah. that the riverbed is dry and Krista, maybe like something that's blowing my mind is the message that I just keep on hearing over and over in my life is that awareness yeah. awareness is yeah. key. It's just like the awareness of oh I'm off. The awareness of my creativity is thriving and so like recognizing what you're doing, what's working, like what is happening or it's non-existent and but starting to notice. So I don't it just blows my mind that I'm like so if we can be mindful and aware
1: then we can be balanced. Yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. Or at least one step closer to it. Yeah. I don't know if like balance is ever a thing that we really attain, but I think... No. I think the journey of working towards balance is more important than the than the destination of arriving balance. Okay,
0: so maybe because it's like the ride is going to be moving no matter what and yeah. we're not in control of the ride. We're not in control of the weather. And so the balance is being able to work with what you got. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I do de- do I need more rest? Do I need less rest? Do I need more action? Do I need less action? And that's not really anything that you can control on any given point in your life because that's going to always be shifting because the target is always moving. The road the river is always flowing. The road is always going and you're not and if you're staying in one place then that's not life right because life doesn't stand still and so it's balance isn't obtainable because something is always coming or being taken away yeah and so like the ocean isn't at a standstill the waves come and go
1: yeah it's all about riding the waves
0: oh gosh (laughs)
1: Do you see how yeah. it's, it's crazy it's to me? It's blowing my mind. It is blowing my mind. And maybe. <sighs> it Actually, you want to know what? Uh, once again, I feel like it is the hope that I get mm. out of this conversation. It's not like, oh, shoot, I've been doing it wrong this whole time because I never feel imbalanced. It's the recognition of like, okay, life is constantly moving me. So like, how do I get my footing in this scenario? Mm. Okay, cool. That feels good. Okay, another shift, another change. Like, it gives me hope that, like, oh, it's not that I'm doing it wrong. It's that when it's hard, you're actually doing it right. Mm. And it's okay to, like, lean into, like, those uncomfortable moments. Yeah. 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 I get so much hope out of talking to you. (laughs) Cause I'm hopeful.
0: like that's actually a step that I feel like I miss a lot is that nurturing and rest step like that mm-hmm. allowing myself to be sad or pampering myself or yeah, yeah like babying myself like I feel like I show up really well for my nieces and nephews if like something is going wrong but that same nurturing is not what I give back to myself and I think so maybe the message for me is to be okay with the the slowness
1: cuz I want to stay busy all the time. Yeah. So I've recognized in my life at uh, now as a 36-year-old woman I rarely seldomly hardly ever do things purely for my own benefit or my mm. own enjoyment. So For example, my kids, I have one kid in first grade, he goes every single day. And I have one kid in preschool and she goes two days a week. So during those two days a week, when she's in school and he's in school and I have two hours to myself, I normally load it full of like, okay, I'm going to get the grocery shopping done. I'm going to go. That's when I go to the gym. That's when I, Mm. and I like in my list, like, yeah, I load up those two hours with all the things that will benefit my family my whatever the expectations are for me and we went on vacation and i loved it because (laughs) we actually took rest yeah and when i came home i was like like post-vacation carissa is so mad at pre-vacation carissa because i'm like girl you loaded our schedule we never have time to rest
0: yeah
1: and so This last Thursday, when I normally would be like crossing a whole bunch of things off of my list, I was like, forget it. I'm going to lay out in the backyard in the sun and just lay out. And Mm. I laid out for just purely my own enjoyment, my own benefit. Yep. And it felt so good to me. And I think that was like a life-giving force that like I don't normally tap into because I accomplish all the things for the benefit of everybody else. right and so when you were talking about that I could like I could totally relate to that feeling like it's hard for me to take rest yeah and want to I want to be productive enough to get my worth yeah and in doing so I like stuck another rock on the dam
0: <laughs> to yeah. my river no kidding Yeah, you're cutting your your own demise
1: yeah and so doing things for purely our own benefit and our own enjoyment, I think is crucial to our creativity. I agree. So do it. Do it, girl. And so I guess this this is like our invitation to you guys. We're going to take a couple of weeks off, but we are going to be, we're like, we are going to be creating the thing that we are Mm -hmm. so excited and so proud to put out into the world. And so if, I mean, I just allow this to be an invitation, like Do one thing that helps Mm. you feel creative or do one thing that gives yourself joy and rest because you deserve it. Yeah.
0: So, tag us on Instagram if you start any projects or if you feel inspired and take a moment for yourself and feel like sharing, or if, you know, emails or DMs are your thing, we are always accepting. And so, over this next six week break, We still want to show up for you and um, stay tuned. Yeah. We hope you totally relate.
1: (laughs) Yes! I love it. We just want to share a big thank you to everybody who helped make this episode possible. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Drop into our DMs. You can find us on Instagram at Pod, Or you can share your feedback and insights with us at Pod at gmail.com. We totally want to get to know you. See you next time. Peace out.